The weeks that followed the conversation with Brian were a blur. Between all the new hire onboarding and prepping for the retreat, the manila folder sat on my desk buried in a mountain of mail. When I got to the envelope, it had one word written on it, tag. I opened the envelope. The content read, be careful. You don't know who you're dealing with. I stared at the note without blinking for what felt like an eternity. The ringing phone broke my trance. It was Ryan. I answered, relieved my attention had been diverted. Ryan apologized for calling on a Saturday, but she wanted to formally thank me for hiring her. Lunch would be her way of showing her appreciation. The offer was right on time. I hadn't eaten, and I mean, she had crossed my mind a couple of times since we initially spoke. So sure, why not? It was just lunch, right? Ron was already seated when I walked into Saks Fifth. She had a half-empty glass of wine in front of her and was beckoning for the waiter for a second. Ryan smiled when she saw me. I walked over to our table. She embraced and kissed me on the lips. I should have felt uncomfortable about that, me being her boss and everything, but I wasn't. I smiled and took my seat directly in front of her. Mel looked good as hell, Ryan thought. The closer she got, the smell of her Tom Ford white suede was enticing. Ryan's lips weren't the only thing that was watering. The waiter came over instantly. We placed our drink orders and the waiter disappeared. Ryan asked me about my day. The small talk was very short-lived. I just sat in my seat preparing to speak. The waiter reappeared with our drinks before I could return the pleasantries. The transition between the professional and leisure relationship was effortless the way we were laughing and talking. You would swear we were friends from way back. Around the second drink, Ryan asked if she can ask me a question. Now, I don't know if it was the drinks or the comfortability level, but I said yes. I leaned in closer, fixed attention on her every word. Do you want to have sex with me? Man, I swear I almost choked. I took a long sip of my drink before I tried to speak. Ryan spoke before the glass left my lips. She says, I'm only asking because the rumor mill at work is buzzing that you do. I'm not the fairest skinned person in the world, but even I was noticeably blushed. Her next question? Yeah, it was even more paralyzing. Because I mean, if it's true, I'd have to ask my wife, she said, grinning. I couldn't believe how things had escalated since I took my seat. I tried to compose myself, fighting the drinks now in my system. I mustered up my most authoritative voice. Ryan, I'm your boss. How you think that's gonna look to the team? Moreover, how you think your wife would feel? Both questions are valid, but I truly only wanted to know the answer to one. I apologize if the rumor mill has sparked this lunch date, but I've worked too hard to let a temporary feeling destroy everything I've worked for. 
Ryan looked at me and she was not phased by that. She reassured me that her original purpose was still the same, a thank you lunch, and that the thought of me wanting her was all that she could think about. She said her and her wife did everything together and I would be no different. I melted. I had to give it to Ryan. She was bold and I liked that. I drank the shot of tequila in front of me. By the end, I had convinced myself that all work and no play made for a very dull girl. Plus, I was intrigued. A threesome? I had had the experience back in college, but I wanted to see what the styles had to offer. My mind accepted the offer slower than my lips. Before I knew it, it was three bottles of wine later and two shots past three o'clock. Ryan took care of the check. We headed to the elevators. The doors could not close fast enough. The empty space gave us room and opportunity for a preview of just how serious she was. By the time the doors opened, the valets were waiting with our keys. We got in our cars and promised to hook up again before the retreat so that I can meet the infamous better half. The plans for this evening were more intimate. We had dinner at the spindle top. A cool little spot, far above the noise and the eyes of passers-by. Shay was a tall, slender woman. Her locks were in an updo. Her cocoa complexion and chestnut brown eyes were beautiful. They complimented her smile. Ryan made the introduction. She was obviously the more dominant one. Shay agreed and disagreed on cue. It was as if they were one person. The night was amazing. They made me feel so comfortable and relaxed that the original cloud of distrust and fear that was there before dissipated. The dinner ended just like our lunch. We were more refined on the elevator ride to the valet's place. I noticed it. I chalked it up to Ryan not wanting her wife to feel like she was late to the party. I respected that. Shay grabbed my arm before the elevator dinged. We walked out into the night air like we were the three musketeers. We retrieved our cars. I played the background all evening, but honestly, I wasn't ready for it to end. So I shot my shot this time, inviting the ladies back to my place. The 30 minute drive would give me just enough time to regain my composure. Ryan was shocked her plan had worked so fast. She had planned to set the trap at the upcoming retreat, but this'll do. Shay was nervous. Ron was never open to bringing in a third. Just two weeks earlier, Ron had tore their home apart. Shay's ex called her while she was in the shower. Ryan answered the phone. From the shower, Shay could hear all the noise going on in the exchange of words. By the time she was done and made it to the bathroom door, Ryan was standing there with a crazed look on her face. Ryan left, saying she was going to her sister's house to calm down. The drama didn't last long. She seemed to have come home in a much better mood. So Shay let the argument die. So tonight was a shock for sure. Ryan was in her element. She was funny. She was personable. Shit, she was just all around fun. She had come to life that night. Long gone were the distant behaviors and cold demeanors. 
She was given Shay just a few weeks ago. Tonight, Shay had the old Ryan back. Shay loved that version of her wife. The ride was beautiful. She sang, she was dancing, she was snapping. She missed that. Shay missed Ryan. My condo was amazing, if I do say so myself. Water and wood was the decor. By the time the ladies made it to the front door, I had two wine glasses and two long stemmed roses waiting for me. The trap was set. The smiles on their faces were bigger than Texas. Ron walked towards me with Shay in tow. We started on the sofa and we did not stop until we all reached our climax at least twice. I woke up to a note. The room was spinning. I had drunk way too much and had ate way too little. The note thanked me for a night that would make a porn star blush. I laid in my Cali King, smiling. I had already made plans in my head as to what round two at the retreat would look like. Two days and counting, I said aloud as I pulled the covers over my now spinning head. The retreat went off without a hitch, and the press that it bought was priceless. It was Monday morning and the conference room was buzzing. The team was talking amongst themselves. I looked out of my glass-walled office. I loved looking around at all my hard work and watching it in action. My eyes landed on Ryan. She was talking to Leon that started when she started. She was glowing. I couldn't help but think, I must have had something to do with that. Ryan had been having flashbacks all morning. Saturday night was everything. Mel and Shay tore into each other like two wild animals. She knew Shay would be right up Mel's alley. See, Shay's ex was Mel's doppelganger. Ryan wasn't over the phone call, and Mel was how she was going to show Shay just how not over it she was. In the mix of legs and arms and tongues, lips and drinks, Mel missed Shay's secret. You see, Shay is what you would call intersexed. Now I know what you're thinking. What in the hell is intersex? Long story short, is when you have a male or a female. They have both parts, but they present more male or more female. Shay wasn't the only one with the secret. You see, Ron knew male secret as well. She claimed to be an ally of the LGBTQ community but Ryan had a copy of a tape, Mel saying some very transphobic things about an old employee she tried to sleep with. When she found out the employee was a transgender male who had gotten pregnant and wanted to put in for maternity leave, she granted it, only to fire him while he was giving birth. No one knew this about her. The secret ate at Ryan. Mel was a fraud, the worst kind in Ryan's eyes. The type to act like they trying to help you only to stab you in your back. Today was about payback, plain and simple. Ron killed two birds with one stone. She had told Shay that their home was being exterminated. So when Shay woke up that morning, she woke up to Ryan packing two bags. The reservations for the Hotel Zaza would be a nice place to wait out the fumes. Ryan stayed behind after the morning meeting. She told me that she had a question on one of the projects and she needed my help. 
I felt like she wanted to spend a little bit more one-on-one time with me and I didn't have a problem clearing my schedule for her. Ryan closed the door to my office. She spoke through a smile. She told me about the recording she had and how I was the lowest of the low and asked how would I feel if somebody had done that to me. I instantly felt my body getting hot. I stood up from my desk with clenched fists. Who the hell does this bottom feeder think that she's talking to? I answered her now myself speaking through clenched teeth. You fucking right I fired Renee. He wasn't an asset and you know what happens to non-motherfucking factors. I knew the heated argument would cause a scene. Just what she wanted. But Miss Ryan? No. She wasn't finished. She moved closer to the door before she spoke her last statement. Oh yeah? Well, we'll see what happens when everybody finds out that you're a fraud, acting all gay for pay. All the money and sponsorships? Yeah, that's gonna dry up. And then we'll see who's a non-motherfucking factor then. Before I knew it, my hands were around Ryan's throat. Security had already made it to the door and broke us up. I screamed for them to get her off my premises. The team looked on in disbelief. By the end of that workday, my mailbox was filled with resignation letters. At this point, I thought this was the worst it could get. My business, my reputation, all ruined over nobody. It was a matter of minutes before the incident was all over the news. My phone rang. I answered with no patience in my voice. Whoever it was couldn't have called at a worse time. I looked at the caller ID. It was my gyno. I had made an appointment for a checkup after the night's events. The doctor spoke in a joyous tone. Well, hello. This is Maxine. I was calling about your test results. Didn't she watch the news? My life was falling apart. This was not the time for small talk. Yeah, doc, I said. Well, good news. Finally, I thought. You're pregnant. 